Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're looking to save your relationship, but it's not in a great place. Where do you even start? Can you even change it if your partner isn't interested in doing anything? Well, the answer is yes, you can absolutely make changes, but you've got to approach your relationship in a new way. Today, I'm sharing my three-step process for restarting your relationship. And because I love you, I have a special gift I made just for today's episode to help you along. So stay tuned. Dr. Abby Metcalf, and I'm a psychologist, number one Amazon bestselling author, TEDx speaker, and all-around relationship maven. With over 30 years of experience helping people create connection, joy, and ease in all their relationships. What's my secret? Well, besides being totally hilarious, I help you think differently so you can approach your relationships in a completely new way. I'm the best deal in town because the tools I teach apply to all your relationships, which allows you to simplify your life and find the confidence, calm, and deep love you've been craving. Combining my hands-on experience and all the latest research, I've created actionable tips and tools you can apply quickly and easily to create lasting change in all your relationships today. So let's get to it. You're here. I'm so happy you're back. I'm here too, obviously, and I am, as always, what am I right now? I'm excited about today's episode because I probably had, oh, so many Ask Dr. Abby's about this, people writing in with this question, really talking about how, you know, there's already so much damage in our relationship. Where do we start? I don't even know, you know, if we can, whatever. Um you know, I'm doing all the things. Can I, you know, wanting more of like a, a, a process to it, you know, wanting more of a real step-by-step. -step. And so I decided not to read a particular question for today and to just jump in with the thing because there were so many and I didn't know which one. Sometimes one just jumps out as kind of, you know, what everybody was asking for. And this, I didn't really have, there was just too many good emails. So if you wrote in about this, here you are, uh, here's the love. And if you didn't and you need it and you're listening right now, here's the love for you too. Uh, and as always, I'd like a little love back. If you could please take a moment and rate the podcast on Spotify or leave a review on Apple podcasts. It's just, it's really big for me. Um, there's so much that happens with the number of ratings for the podcast. So if you like this and you really want to help me, that is the way to help me. So I would really appreciate it. Uh, taking some moments of your day and leaving a review or rating wherever you listen to Fabulous Me. Uh, okay, so let's get to it. So here are my three steps, and I have three of them, to restart your relationship right now. And step number one, and like I said, this is all going to be a little different than probably what you're expecting. Um, so, you know, get ready. So step number one is that you need to restart 
your relationship with yourself. And that's the first thing you need to do. If you want to restart your relationship with your partner, you need to restart the relationship with yourself first. Because if your relationship is in a crappy enough place that you're listening right now or has enough going not right that you're listening, then you've been acting crappy. I, I say with love. I'm saying this with all love in my heart. You've likely been, you know, frustrated, unhappy for a while. And this energy has been seeping into your relationship with your partner. Now, maybe you've been, think about the things that sometimes we do. We're a little passive aggressive. Uh, maybe you were withholding, uh, nagging, silent, silent treatment, complaining, manipulative. I'm going to talk about the manipulative stuff in a little bit, but maybe you were, maybe you're one of those loud, angry people and you're raging. All of those things, right? It, you've been doing. And if you're because, well, it's because if your relationship is in a bad place, you've been scared. This means the fear part of your brain has been running the show and that has resulted in some unhealthy behavior on your part and some unhealthy, you know, things that you've said that you've regretted, things that you've done. I know, and I'm going to say this with, again, all the patience and love. I know you want to blame your partner's actions or inactions for the reason you've been acting this way, losing your crap, but that needs to stop right now. If you want to turn your relationship around, you cannot. You've got to get out of the blame game. You're not a victim in your relationship. You are responsible. We'll get to that. But I, I want to get really clear on what I'm talking about here. It is time for you to decide who and how you want to be now. Regardless of what your partner does or doesn't do. And this can be... A little bit of a tough pill to swallow. I hope not. I want to say this with, with you know a lot of love and and compassion, but but I got to tell you, it's the medicine you need. If you want a different life, you're gonna need to be different. That's how it works. So and you can scream, it's not fair, all you want. I go ahead. I can hear it. I'm all right with it. But it doesn't change the facts. Doesn't change the facts. I always say the one in the most pain needs to change first. And right now, my love, my beauty, that's you. I'm not saying your partner's not in pain. I'm saying you're the one who's conscious, the most conscious of being in pain. So you got to start with you. And, but I want to be clear. I don't want you to be, to change and be resentful. I'm going to have a sip of my herbal tea. Hold on. A little green tea, actually. Yummy. Uh, I don't want you to change and be resentful. I want you to see this as an opportunity for your growth. That is the only way to see it. You don't want to be this person you've often become in this relationship. You know I'm telling you the truth. I know. You hate nagging and complaining. You don't feel good about yourself when you've lost your temper or given your partner the silent treatment. I know you don't. You don't like that. It doesn't feel good. So, you know, maybe you've been reactive with your partner or raise your voice when you're angry. Maybe you're someone who doesn't share their feelings when you're upset. Maybe you've been hiding something like uh, how much, you know, you're spending or, or lying in some other way. Maybe you get harsh and blaming with your partner and, you know, all up in that. Think about the ways you've been acting in the relationship that you don't like. In other words, identify what you'd like to improve with who you are and how you interact. Just in general, in life, it's time to decide who you want to be. And again, I don't want to hear anything about how this person is making you this way because no one can make you be any way. This is you and you need to take 100% responsibility for your side of the street, for your behavior. You're not, again, you're not a victim. So blaming your partner for your behavior needs to stop right now. And I don't care if they're doing it with you. No, no, no. We're not in third grade. Well, he did it, so I'm doing it. Nope, sorry. And really think about it. Okay, I want you to just step back for a minute. If, if you're feeling a little defensive or annoyed right now with me, just take a breath. Just take a breath because I'm not attacking you. Could feel like I am, but I am not. Just again, what do I always say? Like, listen like you're wrong. Just open it up and just just try to hear this other, this angle I'm coming at because it really is for your bigger benefit. 
how do you want to be in the world just in general? I don't care about your partner, just in general. Do you want to be someone who is just kind, patient, loving in all things, compassionate with everyone? This crisis or whatever you want to call this in your relationship, it's a call to action for you. It's, it's, to me, it's how the universe got your attention. And now it's time to reassess and think about why the struggle is here right now. So not to even see it as an invitation, as something here to help you to your greater good. When our relationships are damaged and we're still in them, then we're damaged in some way too. Our, our sense of self, uh, who we thought we were, all of that takes a hit. So this is an opportunity. It's a time to be the kind, uh, it's really time to be the kind of person, I wanna say this right, you've always wanted to be. Not to, and I'll be clear, it's not to get your partner to act a certain way. It's not to have a happy relationship, but because this is how you want to show up in the world for yourself, for yourself. And I'll tell you, so to help you restart your, I promised you a little gift in the beginning and I'm going to give it to you right now. So to help you kind of restart your relationship with yourself and your partner, obviously, but with you, I created a list, a special list just for this of journaling prompts to help you define and get really clear with this particular step of who you are and who you want to be. And so you can download it, you know abbymetcalf.com forward slash podcast. It's on the show notes page. There's always a corresponding blog to, you know, all of these uh, podcasts and on the blog page, you can also find it. It's also a place to come back later if you want to see the steps again, you don't want to listen to the whole podcast again. It's like I make notes for you right there. That's the love. So you can always go there and look, but you can download it. And I really want to encourage you. I've never been a big journaler. I have to tell you, it's not my, when people talk about it, I've sometimes thrown up in my mouth a little bit, but I will tell you that I've, tr I've really been a bit of a convert the last few years, not in kind of long journaling, but kind of notes journaling. Like I like these prompts because you can just, you can do one a day for a week, for a few weeks. You could, you know, do a couple at a time, you know, don't try for sure. You don't do a, like 15 journaling prompts at once. I forget how many I have on the sheet, but it's, it's a few. Uh, don't do them all at once, but instead, you know, take your time with each one and you can just bullet, you, you know, you can write it, you can type it if you want. I always encourage people to get a notebook and write in it. Uh, and you can buy a notebook on my merchandise site. Yes. I wasn't even thinking to plug that, but here I am plugging. Uh, <laughs> you can get yourself, you know, a cool inspirational little notebook to do your journaling prompts in. Didn't even think of that tie in until just the second. Uh, on my website, on the on the shop page, there's all the merchandise is listed there. But uh, but even if you don't, just get your own or type it in your computer if you want. But there's something about writing, you know, physically writing that's really helpful, and it can really just help you get what I'm talking about. Really get right here and restart this relationship with yourself. And believe it or not. Really, at the end of the day, what I'm talking about is boundaries. I know, you like boundaries? Yes, boundaries. You decide who you want to be and how you react. And then it doesn't matter what other people do or don't do. You act from that place, whether that's your partner, your kid, your mother, I don't care who it is, you act that way. What have I always said? You know, when we have our boundary, uh, and I'll link to the boundaries and the episode I did and the loving detachment episode I did where I actually really go deep into this. What you're doing is saying, okay, I'm kind of compassionate. This is just like kind of how I act, but I don't um, do things that hurt me. You know, I don't go over the limit of what is good for me. And so even if my partner's really nice, I don't collapse the boundary and, and do more than I should for them. And if they're not nice, I don't collapse the boundary and act suddenly really mean and distant. I don't, I'm the same. I'm, I'm the same. I'm in the stream. I'm the, you know, beautiful stream stone <laughs> with the water all rushing around. Doesn't matter. I don't move. I do my thing because that's who I am. It doesn't matter who you are. It matters who I am in these moments. Okay. And obviously the way you're going to get better at this is to start acting mindfully throughout your day. Uh, so again, you can download my mindfulness starter kit. You could, I mean, I've, how much stuff do I have on mindfulness? You know, it's there. If you've been listening for even a minute, you know, I, I talk about it nonstop, but it's really time for 
I think for the real you to emerge. I again see this as an opportunity for the real you. These when we have something that shows us what we don't want in our lives, you know, when we're in a relationship and we're struggling, it's also letting us know what we do want. We get very clear. Did you I don't know if you ever made one of those lists before you got, you know, in your long-term relationship or married or whatever. A lot of times people make a list, you know, I want him to be this tall, I want her to have this kind of job or him to make this kind of money or we we have these lists, right? And what happens when you're in a relationship over time is that you realize what's actually important and half that stuff from the list doesn't really matter. <laughs> and you start to realize, oh, this is what I really care about. This is how I really feel loved. You know, here's the nut. And so that's a wonderful thing to really start to emerge and know who we are and what we really need and want. And to put that out into the universe to the people around us. That's awesome. That's great. But first and foremost, you need to do it for you. It is not other people's job to make you happy. That is an inside job. What do I always say? Don't give it to someone outside the company. It is your job to make yourself happy. It is not on your partner or anyone else. If you are choosing, and I say that with love, choosing to be miserable because of your outside circumstances, I need you to really look at that. Because otherwise, you're always a victim. It's always about everything outside of you and never about you. And you can't do anything from there. I don't want you feeling that way. I want you feeling empowered and strong and inspired and enthused, not the other way. So, all right, there you go. Step one, pretty clear, I think. Step two, super important. Also, it is time to tell a new story. Time to tell a new story. You can't be in your relationship complaining and telling your friends and your sister, even your therapist, over and over that old story of your relationship and expect anything new to happen. It's not going to happen. You can't get there from here. It is time to tell a new story of your relationship. It's time. It's time. Oh, what time is it, Abby? It's time to tell the story of who you are now and what you're creating now. Not later, not, not yesterday, now. It's, I want you to start talking about all the great qualities in your partner and all the reasons the relationship is what you want. You, you gotta start there. And by the way, those journaling prompts will help you with step two also. I kind of did a, I, I kind of did a combo for you. Uh, I, and I talked about this a few weeks ago on the podcast. Ugh, I don't remember all the time, sorry. But it's time to get a little delusional. Get delusional. I, I again, talked about this on a recent podcast about um, the research that we know that we have about what creates happy long-term relationships. And positive illusions about your partner is one of the research-backed keys to a happy long-term relationship. So you, you got to get there. You got to get there. As you focus on the positive, I promise you will see more and better things and your partner will pick up on this too. They'll feel where this energy is going now. You know, you got a lot of beliefs about your relationship and you repeat those beliefs over and over. And, you know, uh, they do this, he's this way, she does that, they never listen, they always this, they never that. That's a belief. That's not a fact. Number one, it's never a fact if you say always and never. Let's be real, okay? That's why it drives you crazy when someone says it to you because you, you're thinking of all the times that it's not never always, that you did do it or you didn't do it. So you got to get over that right there. So you're, you're lying anyway to yourself. But beyond that, you, a belief is just a thought you've had over and over. You just had it so often, it becomes entrenched. It becomes something you believe is true. You've had a lot of negative thoughts about your relationship, right? You have up until now. So guess what? You got a lot of negative beliefs about your relationship. That's how that works. And you can believe anything you want. And I hear people, oh, isn't that just ridiculous, Abby? Isn't that, you know, I'm realistic. You're not realistic. You're not. Your brain lies to you all the time. I mean, if you've been listening for any length of time, you know your brain lies to you. You know you are caught up 
in the fear and the upset. That, and then you're not listening well. You're not remembering well. That is how your brain works because it's only supposed to focus on certain things. And again, it's very focused on the negative. That's more, not more realistic. And again, so why does the research show that you're happier in a long, you're in a ha happier, longer term relationship if you have these positive illusions about your person? <laughs> yeah. So, and remember, I've talked about the RAS a lot. I'm going to take just a moment and a sip of my tea. Talk about your RAS again, just again. Your RAS, remember, is part of this is part of everyone's brain circuitry. And it is uh, your RAS works as a filter between your conscious and your subconscious mind. Everybody's got one. Doesn't matter if you believe in it or not, it's your brain. And what happens is when you think a conscious thought, your RAS sends it to your subconscious to look for that thing. It's a way for your brain to be efficient. So, and the example I always give is if you've ever bought a car or thought about buying a certain kind of car, you suddenly see that car everywhere. Everywhere you look is that car. <laughs> That's how that works. Uh, so, you know, you thought about that gray BMW you want to get. And right now for me, it's a, it's a Tesla. Uh, I've been dreaming about those. Um, but, um, you know, so I'm dreaming about the Tesla and I do, I see them everywhere. I'll, I'll see these Teslas everywhere. It's hysterical. I also live in the Bay area where there are a lot of Teslas, but there's a lot of other cars too, but I'm focused on those. And that's, and they're certainly not the majority, trust me. So that's what I see a lot of. So you're, that's what happens. So if you're thinking my, uh, my partner always nags me. My partner never appreciates me. My part when you're thinking that, your RAS takes that, sends it to your subconscious as an instruction, as an order, look for my partner nagging me. Look for them not appreciating me. And that's what it'll do. It'll zone in on those and then bring those up because your brain thinks that's important for your survival. Oh, that's something we're thinking about all the time. I, you, she's constantly thinking about how much her partner doesn't listen to her. So I'm going to keep looking for that for her. It's like, it thinks it's doing you a favor. And as I've mentioned before, the worst part is that, again, because your brain is so efficient, your RAS will filter out anything that doesn't match. It'll filter out anything that doesn't match. So when your partner is appreciative, when they are loving, when they are supportive, you don't even see it. You don't even notice you're off looking the other way. Your RAS has filtered that out, right? Filtered it out. So you've got to tell the new story. You've got to start thinking about and focusing on and telling it over and over. So start talking to your girlfriends about how fabulous your partner is and the good traits he or she has, or your boyfriends, sorry, or your guy friends. Guys don't have boyfriends, right? They have guy friends, unless they're gay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but girl, females have girlfriends. I don't know how that all works. Anyway. Uh, so, but talk, you know, or your therapist or whoever the hell you're talking to, even your therapist, I have people come into me and they start talking crap about their partner over and over. And I am, I am on the partner's cheerleading team, man. If you want to come to me and bitch about your partner, you come to the wrong place. And anyone listening who's been a client of mine knows this is true. I just don't, I'm like, nope, you know, this is not helping you. It's not helping our discussion. It's because again, it's what are you doing when this happens? What's your boundary when this happens? You can't get mad at someone else for not holding your boundary. That's your job. So one of the ways to really easily do this step, other than downloading the fabulous journaling, prom journaling prompts I gave you, is to not hold back on voicing your appreciation to your partner. There's so much research on this. There's a, there was this 30-year study of marriage and divorce where they found that one of the biggest regrets divorced people had was not giving their partners more you know, affirmations, encouragement, support, either you know, in words, supportive things, or even in being just thoughtful in their actions, right? I mean, amazing. And, and I'll link to the research as I always do on the show notes page um, and in my blog, but uh, not for now. And, and by the way, and don't just say, oh, I really appreciate you. That doesn't, uh, it's like, how are you? It's kind of big. So be really specific with your words. Be really specific. I, I, I so appreciated how you woke up this morning and apologized for arguing with me last night. It really means a lot to me. Um, you know, I, I really appreciate how you did this. You know, be again, very specific to the thing you're talking about. I, I, you know, you're such a, 
you're such a great mom. You know, I'm watching you cook the meals and, and, or, you know, do something specific. I, I watched you today get, you know, so and all so-and-so stuff together while you were being kind to them and cooking their breakfast and doing the thing, you know, be specific. Don't just say you're such a good mom. See, do you see the difference there? You want to really like hook in what that is. Cause that's where the emotion is. The other stuff can be kind of wallpaper. It's like, you know, it just like, how are you? It doesn't really, you know, people don't say how they really are. And in other research, research people, they have found that the couples who look for things to appreciate are happier and stay together longer than those who are always looking for their partner's mistakes, right? I know. So the best and easiest way, I think, to be appreciative and focus on the positive is, again, to voice your appreciation and just focus on being kind. Just, I mean, really, kindness to me is, is, should be bottled as couple's glue. Kind, kind, kind. It creates, you know, affection and bonding, validation. Your, your partner gets more kind because you being more kind. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, I also highly recommend you write down all the things you love about your partner and all the things you love about your relationship. I'd make a daily list of what you appreciate and what you're grateful for around your partner and your home life and whatever. And I'd go all in on looking for evidence that proves you right every single day, right? Every single day. You, you've just, it, the, the, the focus has to shift. You, you can't get to where you want to be from where you are. If you are focused on the problem, you can't find the solution. That's not how it works. When you're in problem mode, your amygdala is lit up, the fear part of your brain is lit up, and you are all in that. And remember where the where the solving of those problems is, where the where the brainstorming is, where the opportunities, where the thoughts, where the, you know, uh, long-term planning where all the good stuff is, is in your prefrontal cortex. And when you can't, when, when you're trapped in your amygdala and that fear part of your brain, your prefrontal cortex can't turn on. You can't think of all the good ideas. You can't think of all the fabulous things I've said on the podcast. It's not there. You can't access that part of your brain. This is yet another reason. If you really want to change what's happening in your relationship, you've got to get, that's the reason the positive works. Because as you're really focusing on what's working in the relationship and what's going right, that other part of your brain kicks on and you'll start to get great ideas for things you could change, for things to make it a little different. I cannot tell you how many people, I, I meet with a lot of individuals, you know, and we're working on their relationship with just them. And they'll tell me something, you know, horrible that's going on with their partner and I can't make this stop and it's been going on for years and I give them a super simple solution. <laughs> I go, oh, have you tried this? And they look at me like, what? <laughs> huh? Dumbfounded because they had not even occurred to them. It, 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 and it seems so simple and they're, they're like face palming, you know, like, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't think of that. And it's because, again, that part of the brain wasn't on. That part of the brain wasn't working. <clears throat> I'm going to cough and have tea. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I keep thinking of this different scenario that was actually 
with my kids, but uh, I shared it a while ago, I think. My, it's, I'm gonna make it really short. My, my, my kids kept leaving their wet towels on the floor. They would not, my teenagers, would not pick up these damn wet towels. And so I was constantly stepping on wet towels when I went in their room. I was tripping over wet towels and I was doing crazy amount of laundry because they kept just, you know, wet towels. I kept picking them up, you know, and then there was more wet towels in the bathroom, there was nowhere to hang them. I was just washing them or, I mean, it was crazy what we were going through. And I tried about a hundred different things <laughs> to try to, you know, I tried to motivate them. You know, I'll give you, you know, more allowance if you don't leave a wet towel. I tried to punish them. You know, I took things away. I tried to appeal to their, you know, Gen Z uh, climate, the climate. We're making all this laundry and we're wasting water. Nothing worked. Nothing worked. I was at my wit's end. And then one day my, my fabulous therapist said to me, well, why don't you just take away all the towels? and just leave them with one. Yeah, that silence is on purpose. <laughs> it's like, what? I hadn't thought of it because my little amygdala brain was just so crazy and frustrated and nothing is working, right? I was all in, nothing works, nothing works, nothing works. And I'd gotten so frustrated like that I couldn't even think of this obvious thing. I did, I, I just hid the rest of the towels. They each had one towel. If you wanna leave it wet, party on. You are gonna take your shower later in with a wet towel. And guess what? It worked. That's what worked. That's what worked. <laughs> they got tired of using wet towels and they started hanging them up. I know, shocking. So that's a good example of that though, how we get really stuck and then something really obvious is there. So that is another reason. This isn't just like, oh, be really positive and there's puppy dog tails and rainbows and everything will be great. It is because it's how your brain will work better. Your brain will work better this way. So, but you have to trust that part of it, you know, and that actually brings us to our final step, step three, which is probably the hardest part of this. <laughs> You're like, I thought the other parts were hard, Abby. Yeah, no, there's more hard. You have to be 100% committed with 100% effort. And let me, let me talk about this a little bit. So, so stick with me. Don't get crazy here. If you're not 100% committed to putting in 100% effort, things really aren't going to change. Now, and let me just say this, which I should have said earlier, probably. If you're not even sure if your relationship is worth saving, you're in the wrong place right now. I apologize. I should have said that a lot earlier uh, in this episode. Uh that I did a, I did a, there's a YouTube video called, is your relationship worth saving? I have a podcast episode on, is your relationship worth saving? Go listen to that and then maybe come back to this later or you're almost done, maybe finish and then go listen. Okay. But if you're sure, you know, it's like I'm in this relationship, I got to make this thing work. Then it's time, you got to go all in. Now, let me just say, this is why the steps are in this order. Okay. So don't try to do this without the other. If you've really done step one, then this is actually gonna be relatively easy. If you are truly committed to being a certain way, again, with the boundaries, regardless of what your partner or anyone else is doing, then think about it. You're in the perfect place because you're being honest. You're not attached to outcomes, right? If you're kind and compassionate, then you're not being that way until your partner acts a certain way. This is just how you act now. Guess who you are? Kind and compassionate. That's how I act to everything, with kindness and compassion, or with patience and love, with understanding. I don't know, whatever your thing is. This is just who you are. What your partner does or doesn't do isn't the point. If it is the point, I'm gonna say this, you need to listen, you're not gonna like it, but listen. I shouldn't say you're not gonna like it. Look at that belief. I don't think you're gonna love it. I didn't love it the first time someone said it to me. Maybe I'm just projecting. <laughs> if that, if your point really is that I'm doing this until my partner does something, then you're being manipulative. I, that's what you're doing. I, that's what manipulation is. I'm going to act a certain way to elicit a certain response in someone else. That's manipulation. And that's not what's going to turn your relationship around. That's not what's going to fix the damage. Again, this might sound harsh, I don't mean to, but if you're only acting a certain way so that your partner will act a certain way that is conditional and it is manipulative, it is fear-based and you, what do I always say? What do I always say? You can't base a love relationship on fear. Fear never, ever, not once made a relationship better, healthier, never. 
it always amazes me that we we love a person so much that we're, we want to be with them so bad. We are so into this relationship so much we're, that we're so afraid of losing them. But if they don't act the way we want, if they, what we consider rejecting us in, in some way, we end up hating them. What, what the, what the fuck? What the hell? Them not wanting you isn't a reason or them not acting a certain way, them not wanting you isn't a reason to decide that they're an asshole, right? I can remember being out in, you know, way back in the day, being out in bars and some guy would hit on me and I was like, oh, no, thank you. And I was always nice. And they would be like, bitch, you know, like, so you thought I was attractive enough to come up to, but now because I don't want to dance with fabulous you, I'm a bitch. Like, you know, we do that though. It's such an immediate thing when we feel rejected in any way. And when our partners aren't, when we perceive that our partners are not listening to what our requests are not understanding us, are not acting in a certain way, we see that as a rejection and we act rejected. And with all that fear, that same guy in the bar calling me a bitch, that's what we're doing with our partners. And that's not okay. Them, uh, them not, when your partner doesn't want to act the way you want them to, doesn't mean they're wrong and you're right. It doesn't mean they should be punished and treated poorly. I'm sorry. I know. I know. It's just not that way. It's never going to get you what you want to punish your partner ever, ever, ever. This also, I mean, just thinking this way helps you get out of the head of this fear that you'll be taken advantage of. How many times do I hear that? Oh, Lord. If you <laughs> take advantage of, what are we talking about? First of all, this is the person I love and want to spend the, you know my whole life with or whatever, and I'm so devoted to that. And I think that they're that evil that they'll take advantage of me. People take advantage sometimes by accident, but not, and by the way, just because your boundaries sucked. So they just go, all right, I'll keep doing this thing. If you went to an ATM every day and it just kept spitting out money, right? And you went into the bank and you asked like, hey, this thing just gave me $500, but it only took $100 out of my account. Let's even say you were honest about it. But it, the the ATM just kept spinning out money and the bank was like, I don't know, nothing we can do. I think you would still go and get the money. I think every day you'd be at that ATM going, oh, I, I took out 300. I said 300 came out of my account, but I got 3000. You would keep doing it because that's what people do. That's what people do. They're, and you're not necessarily evil. You're just like, well, if they're not holding their boundary, if they're not saying anything, I've told them it's a problem. I've asked, but they don't say anything. So I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Well, guess what? That's how your partner is. They don't see it. You know, you haven't drawn the boundary. So they're like, all right, still get money out of the ATM. I'm, of course, why wouldn't I? If, if you simply act a certain way, because that's what you do everywhere, that's just how I am. There are no strings attached. Then what advantage can be taken? This is just how I act. I'm always kind. I'm always compassionate. I'm always thoughtful. Again, and I want to be clear, you don't, I'm not talking about you giving 150%. That's codependency. Or giving to your partner when you're resentful. Also codependency. And I don't ever want to hear that your partner, you know, made you do anything. What a load of bullshit that is. Unless, you know, you're literally being held against your will. You've got to friggin' be kidding me. Stop that. All that victim talk. It's really about, this is who I am. I act this way. I am patient and kind. And, but let's say your partner is yelling at you, right? So you also have to be patient and kind to yourself. And that's a boundary. So your boundary, if your partner is acting inappropriately with you, you can still be kind, but leave or tell them they have to leave. Or, you know, again, there can be some response you have. Of course, kindness doesn't mean you're a doormat. Compassion doesn't mean you let somebody do whatever they want with you. That's ridiculous. But again, you have to hold your boundary. Where does it stop? And again, that's my whole loving detachment episode, but you need to detach with love. This is someone you love and they're acting in a way that's inappropriate. Uh, and so you pull away in whatever way you need to, to be kind to them and kind to yourself. Cause I can't be kind to you right now. Cause you're, you know, being mean to me. And it's very hard to just sit here and like, be kind, give me a break. The Dalai Lama would leave the room. Like what, what are you talking about? But you have to draw the boundary. 
You have to be clear. And when you leave, you can't be thinking, what a jerk. Oh my God, I knew it. Da, da, da. You got to be, you got to, if you're kind, you're thinking with empathy. Wow. My partner's in a lot of pain right now. They are so afraid. They are so full of this that they can't even talk to me about this. Wow. They are just bonkers with this. All right. I got to remember times when I have felt misunderstood or, you know, and really backed into a corner and how angry and upset I've been. I can relate to that. That's called empathy. <laughs> There's where your kindness and compassion are. Did a whole episode on empathy. If you want to go listen. So that's what I'm talking about. Doesn't mean you stay and take it. It means that you, you are kind to both of you and have your boundary. So stop focusing on the outcomes of the relationship and instead, get this, so it's not focusing on the outcomes of the relationship outside, it's instead focusing on your internal outcomes, your internal outcomes. Didn't it feel great today to act with love consistently? It feels great, guys. I don't know what to tell you. Are you proud of yourself for acting, not reacting when your uh, partner, you know, made a snide remark? Don't you have more self-respect that you didn't lose your shit when something didn't go your way today with someone? You feel better this way. You feel better about yourself. You feel more in control, right? You've just, your whole life feels like it opened up because you're no longer dependent on how other people act. It's, it's a revelation. It is your freedom. Take the chains off. And here's the best part. <laughs> here's the deal. If you train, I'm training for a big race. I train for this big race, okay? But I don't win the race. I'm still better than I was in before I started the training because the training still helped me even if I didn't win. I got stronger. I got better. I gained some skills. Maybe I gained some perspective and some patience. I've learned I can dig deep and be more and really be even more and really be resilient. Even if you don't win the race, you're going to be more fit and healthy if you did the training and if you showed up. It, that's what it's about. It is not about winning. That's the outcome. And that's what's going to make you disappointed because, well, I'll get to this in a minute. Should I get to it now? Yeah, I'm going to get to it now. I'm going to have some final thoughts here and I'm going to put this in here. You need to understand, I, again, I've mentioned this before, but I, I don't think there's any time better than right now. You need to understand that you and your partner aren't in the same place all the time. And what I've talked about before is a uh, metaphor um, I picked up from one of my, my great teachers, uh, Abraham Hicks, that I love, which is this idea of uh, those little carousels on the playground, right? The little, uh, those, do you remember that? Not the carousel with the horses, those little spinny di metal discs with like the bars on it. And, you know, you'd spin really fast, you'd run, 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 and then jump on, right? Onto one of the, you know, hang on and then spin around really fast. And maybe somebody would be on the side spinning you even faster. It was so much fun. Well, if you tried to jump on that little carousel thing when it was spinning really fast, if I don't know if you remember this from your own childhood or if they still have them on playgrounds, but you'd get your ass kicked. You, <laughs> if you tried to jump on, you would invariably get like knocked back and the me it's, everything's metal. And in my day, the playgrounds did not have those nice soft wood chips. I'll tell you that. So you would like land on the concrete and have, you know, road stubble all over you, <laughs> gravel in your ear. Uh, you know, it was nasty. And, but what, so th that's what's happening in your relationship. You're up there spinning. You've been listening to my podcast. You've been reading the books, you know, the books that you keep asking your partner to read and they don't. Yeah. That those articles, or maybe just watch the short video. You've tried it all and they don't do it. Yeah. You're spinning, 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 spinning. And you're wanting them to be at the momentum, at the pace that you are. And they're not. They're off in their own world on their own little spinny disky thing on their own little mini carousel spinning at their own rate right? And, and you think it's wrong. Well, they should be where I am. No, they shouldn't. They're, they're where they are. Have, again, some understanding the things that you want. You don't like it when someone thinks you should be where they are. Well, guess what? They don't like it when you, when you think they should be where you are. So the only way to both get on that little carousel thing is to slow it down, <laughs> to slow the momentum, slow, 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 ease it down. And that's what I'm talking about with these steps, by the way. As you do these steps in order, 
you will be slowing the momentum enough for your partner to get on the same carousel with you, for your partner to be slowing down where they are and look over and be able to actually see you and feel like they want to get on your carousel. Yeah, I don't think your carousel has seemed like something anybody wants to be a part of, stuck on, <laughs> possibly. I say with love. You know, again, when we're acting in these certain ways over and over, which aren't even your true self again, and I know it's not. I know it's not. I love you. I know you. I see you. I, I see you. This is not who you want to be. This is not who you thought you would be, you know, as a kid. And again, you're not a victim. This person didn't make you this way. This is these, these are the choices you've been making. So you got to get clearer, right? On, all right, let me work on myself. Let me really, you know, get really clear about the relationship and be thinking in this more positive way. Let me uh, understand that my partner is at their own pace and momentum. That's not necessarily mine. It doesn't mean they're wrong. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. It means they haven't, they're not caught up really to where I am. And, and, and that's what I want you to think. And again, this is why you don't focus on what they're doing, but you keep the focus on what you're doing. And that way you don't have to worry about where they are or not or anything. You just, you're consistent. You're being this way. And at the end of the day, you've got to have faith in love, not fear. You've got to. I say it a lot because I hear people that say, well, how long should I do this? You've been asking that this whole time. Well, how long do I have to do this, Abby? Are you hearing yourself? That's not 100% committed. I would have in my mind, this relationship is going to work through the sh my sheer act of empowerment and will because I am so amazing. And by work, I mean, not that we're going to stay together forever. Don't make that your goal. Make your goal that we're going to really find a happy place to love and respect each other. And whatever comes from that comes of that. But I am going to start with me and my positive feelings about the relationship in this person. I am going to bring out the best in myself. And that that's, that's where I'm about. You're not, well, I shouldn't say in them. You're not trying to bring out the best in them. You're just being your best. And that's it. So if you have in your head, I'm going to do this for a month and then see how it goes, that's a problem because it's conditional. It's manipulative. You're, you're, you will know, I promise, as you start to feel better and talk better and do different things and have different thoughts all the time, I promise, I've had thousands of clients do it this way and they've, they've been successful. On the other side, either the person, you'll just kind of know one day. Like, oh, this relationship really isn't for me. This is not, like, I've outgrown this person or whatever. Or they've come along. You, you, you know, they've seen the light. They've, they've been drawn like moths to a flame, you know, to, to that inner fire that you have going on. And putting your faith in any kind of fear, I'm worried that, uh, uh, what if, I'm anxious about, that's not helping you. And again, it's conditional. What if they don't change? What if, they, no, no, stop, stop. If you have any doubt like that, it's again, it's fear-based. All it does is keep you in fear-based emotions, right? Anxiety, frustration, impatience, worry, helplessness, hopelessness, uh, resentment, doubt, all of them fear-based. And you can't create a loving, connected, fun relationship based on those feelings. Never, ever, ever going to work. Never gonna work. And, you know, no matter what else, just remember, what do I always say? Great relationships aren't built in a day. Great relationships are built daily. So all you're doing is focusing on yourself in the day and your relationship with yourself, your relationship with who you are and what you want and where you're at. That is what you're doing. That's it for today. I gave you a lot there. I really want you to come download your journaling prompts. It'll definitely help you. You will be on my mailing list. If you don't like the mailing list, you can opt out at any time, but it's a once a week, the relationships made easily weekly where I, my goal is to give some inspiration and hope and just point you in the right direction for the week. Uh, you know, get, stay on the list, read a few, see what you think. If you don't like it, opt out, no big deal. Uh, but I'm really always, as always, trying to help you focus on where you need to be, where you want to go, what you want to have. And as always, remember to email me, abby at abbymedcalf.com, or you can go to the Let's Connect page on my website, 
Email me questions or topics that you would like to see in the future. As you can tell, I'm always getting my inspiration from you. I feel very inspired by you all the time. I hope you feel inspired by me. I love us being together. It's just the best. It's the best part of my week. Uh, I love you. From the bottom of my heart, I love you. You can do this. I have absolute faith in you. I know it. I know it. I've seen this work over and over. You are not a unicorn. This can absolutely work for you. I love you. Have an amazing week and I will talk to you real soon. Thank you for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast with wonderful me, Dr. Abby Metcalf. And I've got two quick things to say. Just give me one more minute. First, I love spending this time with you and I work hard to make sure every single episode is going to help you move from any feelings of frustration or resentment or anxiety to that connected, hopeful, confident. That's always my goal. So if you have any ideas for a future episode or just want to say hi, let me know what the podcast is doing for you. Anything. You can email me at abby at abbymedcalf.com. How simple is that? And the second thing I want to say is if you like the podcast, you're going to go crazy, crazy for my book. My book is really good. I'm really proud of it. You can find it on Amazon or on my website under the shop section on my website at abbymetcalf.com. It's called Be Happily Married, Even If Your Partner Won't Do a Thing. And even if your partner will do a thing, the book will still really help you. So that's it. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.